Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real. My name is Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series, where we feature entrepreneurs who participate in our guest blog, ShareYourStories.online. Today, we'd like to introduce you to Sherry Barna, who is a self-proclaimed digital media ninja and speaker. Sherry <laughs> joins us today from St. George, and she's going to share with us a few ideas on how we can all successfully use video in our social media posts. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I was really excited for this. Listen, I'm really interested in hearing how you got the name Digital Media Ninja, because I think that's a pretty cool tagline to use in your own marketing. Uh, well, expert just seemed a little too serious. <laughs> over so. the top, right? <laughs> Way over the top. So I thought, ah, Ninja's fun. I really like that because it actually shows a little bit about your personality, right? Where you have a little bit of a sense of humor and you can kind of laugh a little bit about yourself. So now I you know, know that you were yeah, in, people... sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, just I know people take themselves so seriously, but on, on social media, you can just kind of like relax and make it exactly. fun. So. Now, I know that you were in the not-for-profit sector before you actually yeah. made the transition into self-employment. So tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about why you decided to sort of take the leap of faith and when was your light bulb moment? Okay, so um, I worked at the not-for-profit uh, not for, for years. Um, I kind of worked my way through the company. I got in as like data inputting. I did like every church in Canada was put into this like database that <laughs> they would get all a call. It was like really tedious. Um, and then I kind of worked my way through the company. And then in 2012, they said, we really need to take social media seriously. Like it's not a fad, it's here to stay. Um, right. We need someone to do this. And I was like, me? I can do this. Like this is now this is a job I can get excited about. And I was just literally going to go on mat leave in like two weeks. So I said, I'll work through my maternity leave. Let's figure something out because um, when I come back, like I would be good at this job anyway. So I ended up getting it, thankfully. And when I returned, I, it was just amazing. And I had a blast doing it. So I learned a ton. I learned how to do video editing. I was they sent me to school. They brought me to conferences. Like I learned a lot. And then I did that probably, I think for like five or six years. And I kind of started getting a little on the board side, like, you know what, I have all these ideas and I'm getting a lot of pushback. Um, I bet I could do this for myself. So a few friends who own businesses would take my advice. I'd be like, you need to do this, you need to do that. And they would do it and have success. So I was like, I'm gonna try doing this on my own and I think I could make it. And then within six months, it was kind of like, okay, something has to do give because I can't balance both. So I was like, I'll take right. the risk, see what happens with Purple Bean. So, so you, so you actually started it as a side hustle then, and then you sort of transitioned, you kind of got your feet wet a little bit. And that before you made the, yeah. the leap into full, that's a really interesting, you know, it's so funny to hear how many entrepreneurs actually start their businesses that way. And I bet you some of your yeah. clients actually do the same, right? Yeah, for sure. Because you know, it's kind of like the safe way to do things. And, uh, I, you know, I, I had the idea to start my own business. And it just happened like really quickly. So I played soccer with my husband on like this uh, co-ed team. And my husband said, oh, she just, yesterday we were talking, she might start her own business. And the goalie was like, you gotta come to my business meeting then. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot, who knows? And then people were like, what's your card? What's your website? I need your number. And I was like, I have none of that. Like I have a phone number, wow. but so then I was like, I can do that. So that was like really the push that I was like, all right, let's go. Like you don't have to think about this. Just 
Just do it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Now, how did Let's you come it. up with the name Purple Bean? Because it's that's again a very unique kind, and I know you help people with branding, so I guess it certainly helps that you have a unique name for your own uh, business yeah. as you're sort of out doing prospecting. So, how did you come up with Purple Bean? Uh, Purple Bean. Honestly, I had no budget because I wasn't planning on like making my own business or anything, and I was like, okay, I know I need a website, and I know it needs to be findable, so I can't have a common name because you know, other things will pop up and I'm not, I don't have the money to put into search engine optimization at this point. So I just kind of put the words together. I just was throwing words at the wall. And then because of the fast nature of everything, I didn't have time to overanalyze, overthink. It was just like, let's go. This is what it's called. <laughs> so everyone's and like, is purple your favorite color? No, I don't have anything <laughs> purple. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And now how did you come up with the logo? So tell us a little bit about your own sort of logo development, because one of the things that you help people with is brand image. Yeah, so for logo, I just talked to a graphic designer and said, hey, this is my name, Purple Bean Media. I'm going to leave it to you. You're the creative one who knows how to work things. Let's see what you can come up with. And she did and came up with it. it it's nothing crazy because um, more than anything, I really believe speed is the name of the game. And again, you can overthink to the point of paralysis and then nothing gets done. So it's my whole philosophy in business is really like hire out your weaknesses. Don't try and build them out. Just know where you uh, falter and get someone who doesn't and who's like the best to do that. So when it came to graphic design, I said, I need something like that's gonna match um, I didn't want it to be like a real bean or something. It's like, here's yeah. my, you know, my personality. I just want it a little bit light. I want it to be purple. And can you do this? She's like, yep. So, you know, you raise a really good point, And that is um, collaborating with other business owners who are really great at what you're not. So how did you oh, sort yeah. of come up? Did you make a list of all of the things that you knew you were going to need help with as you sort of embarked on this new venture and then found out in your network who was really good at the things that you wanted to sort of collaborate with? Yeah, so I, I kind of had a network just because of my previous job. I met a lot of people. And uh, so uh, one huge weakness, I'm so bad at like the book side of things. It's like day one, I was like, if I don't get help doing this, I'm going to die because I don't want to spend time doing numbers, spreadsheets, like that is brutal to me. So I knew right away, I need someone to help me with that. And then it's just like, as jobs came and as people were like, hey, do you like, I need like high quality video for like commercial, you do that? And I'm like, well, I don't, but my friend certainly does. So then I was able to kind of build that way. Um, sure. Yeah. And just, you know, you just kind of be honest with yourself. I knew what my weaknesses, I know what they are. So I'm not going to pretend yeah. that I'm good at it. If someone's going to ask me, I'm going to be like, yeah, I can do it, but I'm going to get someone who could really do it. So right. just to be honest. So one of the things that, you know, we're all struggling with because, you know, social media platforms, as you say, are here to stay. And if anything, they're stronger now than ever. So, and, and we're all hearing and reading that, you know, video this and video that, you gotta get on video, you have to have some sort of video presence. So for those folks who are really a little apprehensive about video, what kind of tips can you give them to make it a little more comfortable and maybe give them something that they could try just to get their feet wet? Yeah, so um, <laughs> every time I talk about video, I get the same three basic, um, pushback. It's like, one is I'm an introvert. I can't do video. And I'm always like, right. no, I'm an introvert. And guess what? <laughs> you have to do video. It doesn't. Yeah. It's like networking. I, I hate networking. Some people love it. I'm like, oh, I have to network. I have to sit in my car, hack myself up and then go into the restaurant. 
why do I do it? Because I need to do it for my business to be right. sustainable, to make money. Right. So yeah. to, when I tell people, it's like, it doesn't matter if you're an introvert, extrovert, love seeing yourself on camera, hate seeing yourself on camera. It's necessary. You don't have a choice nowadays in 2021. And the statistics right. back us up. I wrote a couple down. Uh, Facebook has 4 billion video streams daily and YouTube gets um, videos watched per day. It's like 1 billion hours of YouTube videos are watched per day. So that wow. means people are consuming video in crazy numbers. So I when people no say idea. I can't do it, I'm like, it's nuts. It's like the way of the future. So um, when people say they can't do it, I'm like, you just don't really have a choice at this point. It's kind of like saying, oh, I don't like I don't like websites. It doesn't matter. You still need a website. So uh, the other thing I get a lot of is, hey, well, I'm not good at video. I'm not like you. But if you watched my first video, you'd say, wow, she's not good at video. And when I watch it, <laughs> I laugh. Shaky, I'm nervous. I don't look at the camera. I'm getting like distracted by like things around me. It's just something you kind of do. You get better at. And um, one thing I always say, and it's a quote from Sheryl Sandberg, who works at Facebook, is "Done is better than perfection," because at the end of the day, we will never be perfect. And if you talk about, if you talk to me in person, I'm going to stumble in real life, and I'm going to stumble on video, like I just did with that quote. You know, it's right. just. It is what it is. Done is better than perfect. So you need to get out there. You need to be in front of people or else your business just isn't viable. And the thing is, we all have phones and these phones are absolutely amazing. The equipment is in our back pocket. So there's no excuse. You just need to be getting on video for sure. You know, I really love the, the fact that you sort of have given people permission to have bloopers. Because, you know, uh, like you, um, I've been doing this podcast series now for over a year, and you're absolutely right. They're never going to be perfect, right? We're all human. We all yeah. make mistakes. You know, we all sometimes fumble with our words, and we just have to give ourselves the opportunity to smile and go, well, you know what? It wasn't perfect, but it's done, and I had fun. And I yeah. think that's really one of the exactly. things that's really important, right? Oh, for sure. One for sure. I think do. last time I was with you, I was speaking about the mere exposure effect, which is basically, right. it's a psychological phenomenon. You need to be getting out there because people just naturally prefer you the more they know you. So uh, in the social media world, how do you do it? It's video. People feel, when they meet me, they'll be like, hey, and I'll be like, oh, I can't place this person. How do I know them? And they'll, oh, I watch all your videos. So they come up to me thinking, feeling like they know me and I don't know them and they don't realize it because it's like not a two-way screen. And it's really interesting um, how it works. I think that's really great advice. And one of the things that we do in the guest blog is we ask people to share three words of advice. And you have a wonderful phrase, and I'm going to read it. It says, opportunity, do it, and fail fast. So tell us why you feel that that's really important to share with folks. Okay, so just I think opportunity abounds for everybody. And I think you just have to like kind of tune in to say, hey, that's an opportunity. And to me, the worst feeling is when I miss opportunity. So um, because you're not always looking for opportunity. So one thing that always comes to mind is uh, I, we were in the Detroit airport, me and my kids and my husband. My daughter said, oh, 
that's, um, oh, I can't even remember their name, Katie and John or something. And I'm like, who's that? And she's like, my favorite YouTubers. I was like, no way, are you serious? <laughs> so anyway, and then so it was just the girl though. So then the man came out of the washroom. She's like, it is, it is. I'm like, well, you gotta go say hi and take a picture because this never happens. But what I should have right. done is, hey guys, with my phone that I had in my pocket, can you just jump on and tell me why YouTube has been so good for you? Just a quick like, and they would have, because yeah. it would have been like a 30 second. And I was like, yeah. oh, on the airplane, I clicked in. I was like, I missed the opportunity because I wasn't thinking about it. So right. I think there's always tons of opportunity and I think we need to say yes to every single one. So um, the other word was do it. And that's like my yeah. philosophy. And my whole philosophy with business is just do it. Like when I was right. considering people are, aren't you nervous? Aren't you nervous to start your own business? I was like, no, because if it fails, I'll just go get a job. Like right. what is the right. worst that can happen, really? Like, I care the most about my family's health. And if something were to happen to them, I would be totally devastated. A business or an idea failing or a video failing, it doesn't even like phase me at all because it's a non-issue in my opinion. And then, uh, which kind of ties into the last one, which is fail fast. So you know what, if you're gonna be good at something great, if you are struggling, like even video, if you have tried it for like six months and it's falling flat and you still can't get a handle on it, then scrap that idea and think of something else. Animation video, hiring someone as an actor. Like there's always other things to do, but don't be married to an idea. Cause I see a lot of business owners are like, well, I started this two years ago and I'm like, and you're still pouring thousands of dollars into it. It's not working. Why? Well, because right. I poured thousands of dollars into it. So I don't want to quit. So so I'm just like, nah, if you're gonna fail, fail fast. And if it's gonna work, let it work. And then, and just kind of like cut your losses and move on and try new things, so. Well, that's really great advice, Sherry. And I really like would like to thank you for spending some time with me today because we really did get an opportunity to introduce the person behind the logo and in this edition of Keeping It Real. And to our viewing and listening audience, I really wanna thank you for tuning in with us. And we'd also like to invite you to share your story and share your stories got online. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having us.